Hello everybody and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how many hours it will take for a party that you are controlling to get through your very, very simple dungeon puzzle. The answer is too long. It's far too long. Uh, this week we have with us Alfred Clark, also known as on Twitch as Penny Blue. Hey there. Uh, we have Ian with us today. Hello. Uh, we also have James, known otherwise as Lord Mage. Hello. And me as your host, Ismay Hutton, also known as a Teacup Gamer. Uh, so this week we are talking about our biggest mistakes as DMs. Uh, we are, we're airing out all of our dirty laundry today and peeking, <laughs> peeking behind that little sexy kimono to, really, to reveal that, like, despite what we may have uh, shown you so far... We're not actually perfect, which I know is a shock to everyone uh, involved. Um, so there's a chance, there's a chance that uh, I hope that maybe we can get around to some of the things that each of us have done and maybe, I don't know, talk a little bit about like how, how the situation could have been handled in a way that would not make it one of your bi like biggest mistakes or how to not make these mistakes in the future, but probably we're not going to do that and just laugh at ourselves instead and all the terrible, <laughs> stupid things that we've done. Um, so Let's just stew in our own failure for a while. Right, like, look, oh. I, I'm well practiced in it, so like, <laughs> I might as well turn it into a podcast. Because otherwise, what am I doing? I don't know if we're going to have a lot of like proper advice at the end, so we'll probably just, just roll our d4 to see, like, Who's who's gonna be who's gonna be doing um, <laughs> sharing their own truth first? Uh, that truth being that we are all fallible apparently and are not always like the best at everything. Um, so first up to air your shame. Oh, rolled under the thing. Oh, good. Oh, fun, fun. That's me. Cool. So glad. Thank you. Thank you, my D four. Don't fucking hate you at all. Um, okay, I'm gonna start off with. The mistake that I made at the very start of um, start like with my my current D and D group. So before before this group, I had only ever DM'd for an, like one other group beforehand. Uh, they didn't get very far. We couldn't do very much because we were all in university and blah 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 dissertation blah blah blah. More important than D and D apparently. Um, but I thought that it would be really cool and really fun if in this new game with my new players, um, their first kind of task was to go and find the old ones um, to see like what happened to them. And so kind of starting out the story is the same, so I didn't have to chop and change it too much, but that they were gonna go off and find them. And in theory, I would like to believe that it was a good idea because, you know, I've already got like a world, I've got like characters already out there. Uh, the characters were like my friends, um, so I thought, oh, that would be fun. I didn't realize that, I mean, I did realize there was a big part of me that was like, oh yeah, and they will find them at some point. But then I realized that the characters that they are will fucking hate the ones that my other player characters were. Just like so much, just like an outrageous amount because <laughs> my other players had a very cavalier attitude towards helping each other wait it's does cavalier mean um that they don't want to help each other at all because I, that's what i'm interpreting it as because they didn't give a <laughs> single a good shit. way of putting it they just i see it as a what are you gonna do for me before i can do it yeah it was it was a hard time so i was like so there was one in the group no so basically half of my first group were like yeah we want to we want to do things and we want to get things done um, because we're good people and that's what good people do. Unfortunately, those two were idiots as well. So something bad would have happened to them because they're stupid and roll terribly. Um, the other two really didn't give a shit. And so I ended up making them have, instead of looking for their friends, just like chuffed about in a bar just in the middle of town for the entire time that their friends were missing because they felt like failures and didn't actually want to save them that much. Um, and so, <laughs> essentially... Now that's a what, good D&D &D session. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, and 
the, the thing is, like, I don't think that this would have played out any differently if the actual people had played it. But what I did create was a weird atmosphere where my current D&D people were just ruthlessly insulting my old D&D people. And I was like, oh no, I've made my friend groups hate each other. And that feels not great. That feels not ideal. Um, especially when one uh, came back to... Um, to play with us for a little while because he was he was in town. I was like, "Oh, hey, your character's actually in. Do you wanna do you wanna come and uh, play with us?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, totally." And he did, and it was great. Apart from the the fucking group I was DM is just like, "Your friends are all trash. I hate them all. They're <laughs> trash, and I kind of hate you too." But I just I was about to say, did he come in and just everyone was like, by the way, I hate you. You're the worst person I've ever known. To be fair, that one was kind of okay because he actually wasn't like one of the ones that was hanging around in a bar. He was like actively, he got like captured and they had to go and save him. But then it was like, hey, why are you a weak bitch who got captured by these people? And it just created a really weird atmosphere that I was not entirely happy with. So, like, I think in future, don't do that. Oh, also, it's it's a hard time that when you realize that you have to do the voices either the voices that your friends did or the voices of your friends, because there's no way not to sound like you're making fun of them. Um, but so a lot of mistakes all around there, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, that was so, a, yeah, it was a very small decision that had seemed, had a lot of consequences. Like so many consequences. I don't know why I thought it would just be like a one and done thing, but it just super wasn't. It was a long standing road of failure and sadness. <laughs> Mistakes are like lies. They just yeah. tend to snowball and get out of control. <laughs> oh, God. oh, I also had to deal with, even though they hated them, one of my current characters wanting to fuck one of my other player characters. And I was like, I don't think that me as a person can handle this decision. I also don't think I can go to my old friend and be like, hey, remember that D&D? Hey. Do you remember the D&D game we used to play? Do you think that so you haven't spoken to you for like six months? Yeah, so do you think your character would, would, would fuck would, would, would fuck this this bitch? Like, she's a weird flesh-colored um, tiefling that weighs like 300 pounds. Do you think that that's, that's, what, that's what you're all about? Um, so I did not the have answer, that the correct. There's a correct answer to that question. The correct answer is yes every time. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> like this character started out as an accident because we uh incorrectly did the um the table for like sussing out what weights would be um for some reason none of us could compute that so like my character like my player like rolled it and was like hey so i think i did this wrong but i'm also not gonna change it because this is great <laughs> and that's how zufax was born She's so beautiful. Anyway, that was my outrageous failure. Number one. <laughs> Up next. Oh, boy. No, it's not me again. We are not doing a double down. Fuck you. <laughs> um, James, that's you up. Oh, oh right. what's your okay. failure? I'll give you the juiciest mistake I've had. And this is, you know, the more current one. Because as mm -hmm. you know, I've been doing a homebrew world. for Lo mm -hmm. It's called Lothar. Not World of Warcraft or anything else. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had a group and i made the mistake for this group of just saying just give me a really good concept and like a half a paragraph backstory and it's approved uh -huh. well someone gave me a good concept about a doctor they wanted to be a, a blade singer but they didn't want to be an elf they didn't want to follow the rules and mm -hmm. this player was ultimately the reason why that part that party became a tpk event Oh, they God. basically went after a lich at level two. Mm. I can take this Perfect. lich at level yeah. two. Of course uh, you can. <laughs> all, the rest of the party is, you know, maybe we should go get help. <laughs> so I, tr and then of course, you know, I was like, I didn't want to nerf them. I was like, fine, fine. And then, and, you know, I went through the whole exchange in the scenario and this, that, the other, and the player. And the story kind of had to get rewritten so much. It was not funny. But I learned a lesson the hard way with that game. Don't be so relaxed with the character creation <laughs> rules. Now, 
in the new version, I was a little bit more strict about statistic points and, you know, and, and, and character rules and playable races and the fact that I wanted more than a half a paragraph backstory and a couple line concept. And now the game is rocking so good. It's great. <laughs> and they're blowing through all of my story. Oh, God. I'm happy and sad at the same time yeah. because I, I spent months writing the what I thought was going to be a really long, drawn-out campaign where it would end in a cliffhanger. And then, you know, the next generation is them playing as descendants, you know, a couple generations later and playing the changed world. Well, mm. oh, my God, the world's getting ready to go through that whole experience. And it, it's fun. And it's great. Mm -hmm. I love it. But you know when you have really creative players yeah it, you have to really like there is no such thing as a railroad with them but at the same time that that railroad just keeps coming back to me i really want to put them on the rails but it's so fun letting them do what they want yeah. but when the shit hits the fan it hits the fan in sequences it's beautiful i'm crying <laughs> Okay, so what 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 was it particularly that like that the the, the character was doing that like act that derailed it so much apart from like deciding that they wanted to go and fight a lich? Well, well, the their concept and everything was great. Their backstory was okay, <laughs> um, but ultimately, it's you know their agency and their choices were were contradicting their own concept. Okay. They quite literally wanted to be someone who would help the injured and the sick, but they went and wanted to injure the party. Okay, this, yeah. This lich was like, you know what? Swack, I'm going to throw my spell on you. And literally, the party would have been wiped right there. <laughs> I nerfed half the damage just to keep get them to just unconscious. Oh, and this geez. player's like, well, I can survive that. Uh, okay. Like, Face palm. <laughs> Double face palm. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the exchange, the player's like, oh, that was so railroaded. We weren't supposed, you, you weren't, you should like, railroaded. Come on. The other players were telling you to <laughs> leave. You went in there. You don't fight a dragon at level one. Oh, and then please. he ended up quitting the game. And I still had to rewrite the whole story because I'm not one of those people that goes, I'm going to wave my hand. That yeah. never happened. No. Yeah. It happened. It's just it messed with the story so bad i had that to introduce sucks. time fluctuations and alternate dimensions and different <laughs> worlds just to explain all the things that this player caused throughout the game he was only in it for four sessions you messed up so bad you fucked up time itself you can't genuinely get much worse there actually yeah and in the new, and in the new versions i gotta give my players credit in my new version my players now have not needed a time wipe a dimensional drift or anything to explain what's done wrong you know if at first you don't see just cluster fuck it up and see what happens like yeah well, well the ultimate goal is still gonna happen it's still you know they'll still get to the big bad guy you know i envision them to be around level 13 and 15 i'm doing milestone so it's not that hard mm -hmm. um and then when they get there, obviously, I'm going to flip to a whole different thing. Mag right now, it's a high fantasy setting, and mm. magic is going to die Aww. if they don't play right. <laughs> so they're going to end up in a no magic situation. And yeah. And it'll be great. I'm excited, I'm excited to hear more about that. Like, if, if that happens, like, on future podcasts, like, we're going to... We're going to have, like, some real-time knowledge of how well or poorly that goes. Which is well, yeah, glorious. Like, it went so bad, it's not funny. <laughs> oh, we should put our damn mistakes in there. Ah, oh, beans. Well, this well, okay. we'll, we'll put this for posterity. Do do like one version where you're like, it went so well. This is not a DM mistake. And one where you're like, this went so bad. That's one of my biggest DM mistakes. And we'll just like fucking cut it in later. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you an edition where I'm in tears and an edition where I'm, in, I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah. Obviously, obviously. Um, okay, so up next for <laughs> telling your fucking dirty laundry secrets, uh, that is going to be Alfred. Okay, yeah, I, I have um, I have mostly very short ones, so I'll, I'll hit you with a 
a, a flash a flash failure first um yeah a mistake my first ever dm mistake it happened before we started playing um we <laughs> and that's the 20 strength 20 constitution 18 wisdom dwarven cleric <laughs> What? Sorry. What? Sorry. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What? And then he never rolled for stats again. <laughs> yeah. What the? <laughs> like, was someone in the room? Like, were you guys there watching this happen? Here's my here's my favorite part of the story. Oh my god. No, <laughs> I didn't see it happen. They did it at home. <laughs> well, that's some hot mm-hmm. bullshit. Is the problem. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. Oh my god. But what am I gonna say? <laughs> we've got we've it's got like technically a very, possible. A very good. Um, we got a very good question in chat um, from Ultra Squid. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I'm gonna go with he was too trusting and didn't say you need to roll your stats. Yeah. Here. Oh my yeah. god. It was the only other person in the room who had played D and D before, and I didn't really know them, so I guess I should have uh-huh. said something like that. But yeah. like. I don't know. They had a, they had a, they were using a character that they'd run before, and they were just like making, put, setting them to level one and stuff. And I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know oh. what the appropriate thing. I don't know. I didn't know they were going to roll stats at home. But yeah, I know. But they didn't say that they would roll stats at home. It was just that we we didn't really have time to play um, during our first kind of character creation meetup. Um, and then yeah, they yeah they came they just came back the next time with a. 2020 18 yeah yeah no i, I don't know that's, i don't know that's <laughs> i don't know what the oh so, what God. the uh yeah that would have been the one scenario that taught me the you can bring whatever character you want but know this <laughs> that character stats will be re-rolled in front of me and it will start oh, yeah. out at zero experience like yeah that's vent like my brain is just going so many places because most but i'm annoyed because most of it is anger because anytime that i've like rolled characters at home they've been terrible and (laughs) i've been too honest and i'm like okay fine like there was there was one that we were um me and um me and my girlfriend were going to go um play with um, another group um and i rolled i rolled all my stats and they were fucking piss and i was so mad like i was so real life mad about it and she's like well you could like you could just re-roll them like i I wouldn't tell them i was like it's not the same i will not cheat at this god sent game but i'm also gonna be mad about it forever (laughs) oh yeah 20 20 and 18 happens when someone doesn't roll they just write it in yeah yeah Yeah, but yeah so so that happened (laughs) I'm like, oh, well, so what are the ways that we could combat this in the future? One, don't trust anyone ever. Like, trusting is for it's for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, Ian, Ian, you're up. You're up last in our first run round. What are, What are some of your dirty, dirty shame secrets? I know it's morning for you, and this is the kind of language that wakes you up. <laughs> God. Tell us about your dirty shame secrets, Ian. Well, one of my dirty shame secrets is uh, <laughs> the first episode of the podcast that I did because my girlfriend is currently listening to that episode. She just got to our 20-minute uh, segment on demon fucking, so I'm going to get to hear about that later. Um, Choice, yes, good. In In the first game I ever ran, we were playing Pathfinder. And I was learning the rules of the system while I was learning how to run a game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't understand that when it says like, you know, Goblin, 100 experience, you divide that experience up among your players. Oh, right. Each player doesn't get 100 experience. Oh, so my players were leveling every session. Oh, uh, there was one session where they leveled at the beginning and then halfway through they got enough experience to level up again <laughs> and that's when i was like am i doing this right <laughs> this this feels off so i finally looked it up and realized i got it wrong and when i brought it to the table two of my players were like yeah we knew that we just didn't want to say anything so we liked how fast we were leveling bastards um, <laughs> and it kind of it kind of like ruined our group for a few years because oh. every game that was our first game we played together and every mm-hmm. game we played after that uh it felt like the progression was just so slow oh, right. because if it took more than one or two sessions <laughs> to level up 
It's like, what's going on? Why is this? Why haven't we leveled twice already in this session? Oh um, God, that's so intense. My other biggest mistake is letting anyone play uh, an evil wizard because that's just asking for trouble. Um, there was one player I would play with who refused to, uh, not only refused to play anything but a wizard, but refused to play a good character because he he found it boring. Uh, so every game I had to deal with this game-breaking wizard who was actively trying to derail my campaign, as well as, like, making, you know, plans to... Oh man, that that game was a mess. There's there's one game. Another big mistake was just giving the players way too much agency over the story, uh, <laughs> because they eventually were like, "Yeah, this country we're in, we're just gonna try to overthrow the government." It's like you're a. Oh, no. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like James was saying, like you're not a you're not a high enough level for that. But yeah. I don't want to just outright kill you, so I'm gonna go with this. <laughs> um, so the. They were trying to escape a city, and the wizard that, that was, like, surrounded by the enemy army, and they came up with a plan where the one good character who didn't want to leave, they were going mm-hmm. to kill her, take her body out of the city, and then once they were outside the city, get her resurrected. Um, okay. Because she wouldn't come along willingly. Yeah. Um, so also PvP. <laughs> bad, uh, bad idea. Oh, God, bad idea in D&D. Oh, it's just it's a bad bad time for everyone um we got uh in chat uh off-road heroes saying that evil characters work uh but they just need to help for their own game rather than not help which yeah. is one of the th- i'm very annoyed because this is one of the better pieces of advice that we've had on the show and it's not one of us but that's cool <laughs> well evil care evil characters work so long as the whole party is evil so that it's oh yeah the entirety of evil against the oh yeah if you have world. Evil but when you have one evil player amongst four good players, it just I've I've seen matter. lawful evil work in an otherwise good to neutral party, but yeah. you have to have a player who's mm-hmm. willing to play it right. Yeah, like that like yeah, like 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 yeah. Alfredo was saying, like if if it's that they are still willing to go along with the campaign, but they're just doing it for their own like selfish reasons, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Well yeah. it's it's the idea that like even if you're lawful evil, if you're trying to save the world, like mm-hmm. you you live in the world, yeah, you're you would you, still so want to like, save yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See that 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 sounds so cool. Is the 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 it's basically like renegade shepherd, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just he's just a, someone who's trying to save the world, but he's going to punch everyone on the way, yeah, just like, like a, punch a, a few a, reporters. I I just need to like point this out because it's one of the biggest bits of pride and joy in my life because I've got my like my Mass Effect tattoos on my forearms. And I decide, and like they're the the Paragon and Renegade symbols. And I decide which way around they would go based on which one would be my reporter punching arm. Uh, so like, <laughs> that's that's always a good time. But um, I I was thinking of um, I don't know if any of you have um ever read. It's a web comic called uh, Looking for Group. Yeah, rings a bell. Yeah, so it's it's uh, essentially just like it's just a, like a little D and D based comic where it's um about like an adventuring party who. Is trying to you know do it, it's it's essentially like D D in a comic which is like real fun but one of the the characters is like an evil character but is going along with the group because he thinks it's fun and is like the best character in it and so it's like what i, I, I always think about that when i think about oh well no evil characters can't work in like a, a good like scenario when everyone else is good it's like oh no well as long as like they're working towards the same goal it can work but yeah, Ian, as you were saying, like if there's a character that's just there to derail everything, it's like okay, well that's that's only fun for one person, and it's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. And I often find that yeah. happens just as much with people who want to play chaotic neutral characters because they see mm-hmm. that as an excuse to just be a, for lack of a better term, like a murderer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I find people yeah. who play chaotic neutral are are essentially like i want to play evil but i don't want to yeah. say that i'm playing evil <laughs> I so i don't want to go to my shame it. corner <laughs> yeah I, i've experienced a sort of different version uh people who play chaotic neutral in the games that i've been in both as mm-hmm. player and as dm have been either using chaotic neutral as the excuse to be an asshole mm-hmm. or 
I want to be evil without saying I'm being evil. Like the, the I think that I was I was reading something earlier today about the uh, the alignment chart and how it's they they don't want to change it and like I don't know what they would change it to, but there's just so many ways where it just doesn't fucking work. Cause like yeah, especially like when you're first starting out and you're like, oh well, what would my character be? And when you see good, you automatically think loser, I guess. Cause like I'm not like a goody two shoes. But I do want to play this game where I'm going to save the world, I guess. Alignment, for me, only works for clerics and paladins. Yeah, right. Because it would make sense for yeah. them to have to be good, evil, or neutral. And, and, mm-hmm. you know. But ultimately, mm. in any setting, you're going to do what you need to to survive. There isn't going to be some ultimate deity telling you, you're being too neutral, you need <laughs> to be more evil. No, it doesn't work that mm. way. Well, that's why I tend. I mean, that, that's kind of tend how I tend to see it. Is like I, I pretty I encourage my players to definitely kind of pick neutral, and then maybe like maybe pick like like you know something neutral or neutral something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like almost, I, I yeah, definitely like most people should be neutral. I feel like yeah, yeah. it's like this. Your character says they want to play a priest. I'm like, okay, pick an alignment. Why? Because that's going to determine what god you do. And that God is going to determine how you interact with the world. Yeah. Period. You want to be a paladin? Same thing applies. You no longer believe or have faith in that God? You are now an oathbreaker. You've lost all divine protection. That works. Things that affect the mechanic of the class or the mechanic of the character, that is when alignment comes in. But if it's just flavor text, fluff text, things that, you know help a person who doesn't know how to roleplay, then I leave it up to them to read the definitions and play to their heart's content, but they don't yeah. need to tell me. I'm not going to penalize them if they start out lawful mm-hmm. good, but they're playing like they're lawful evil. So yeah. long as it fits their concept and their character and, and it's all roleplayed and not meted, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we've also got uh, the Punzable in chat uh, saying things like the games like uh dragon age and mass effects are really good examples of how like evil or selfish or at least yeah at least selfish characters can be part of a group that's doing good which i fucking love because i it always goes back to uh my first love of uh, the first dragon age the amazing morrigan who's just kind of a cunt but is like hey the world (laughs) is where i live and i kind of want to keep on going because i'm great which is just a very good character all in all but yeah so i think yeah definitely definitely evil characters can work but oh god they can super not they can just super not work um okay we're on the second round so we'll we'll mix up mix up the order again so next up uh alfred (laughs) are we getting another quick fire a quick fire DM mistake, or are we getting an in depth mistake? Oh, is that me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I like I've been thinking a lot about pre made adventures because I've been using I, I I've been using pre made adventures quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and all my a lot of my mistakes like the moral is like <laughs> there's a good there's a good way to use them and a bad way I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess like. It, I had the first session of a game recently, and um, it was with it's with three players, um, and. I was using a. I'm using a module for like four players of a level lower than okay. they are, um, and I was like, "Eh, the balance will probably sort itself out." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it hasn't been horrific, but like, yeah, our first session, um, they had this combat with six zombies, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know if you guys know how zombies work in D anD D, but um, they have this ability where sometimes they just don't die. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> let's just say one of our zombies he is now known as Captain Persistence uh, <laughs> among us all. <laughs> Literally, the first zombie, we, not a single one of them went down for like God. he took like seven or eight like killing blows until he actually died. Oh Jesus! It, and so it ju- this it just drew out for the whole. It was like the whole session because we could only play for like two and a half hours generally. <laughs> yeah, oh. and I just felt so bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason of a thing that I I was doing like, uh, which I, I, I 
put me down as like this is a like a mini mistake that I did, but um also not a mistake at all because I did it entirely on purpose. Um because like <laughs> look, I'm being real fast and loose with the word mistake here. One of those um, on purpose mistakes. So yeah, the on purpose mistakes. And it's not like anyone from my group is uh listening right now and judging me. That would be ridiculous. Hi Robbie. Um so- <laughs> <laughs> so I had like I'm 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 gonna count this as mine because like I this was one of the ones that I wanted to bring up anyway. Um yeah, there was there was a time where they they were walking through a town and just got the attention of a million guards that came after them because they were like pissing things up in town and they're being idiots about it. And they got into a fight, which eventually they won, but I didn't have to make that fight as long and as boring as it was, but I kind of wanted to punish them for being assholes. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to last far longer than any of you want. We could have had an interesting story today, but you decided to be dumbasses. So today we're doing a boring story. Hope you enjoy. Oh, God. But yeah, that, like, I think one of those things with, um, the zombies that do not have the ability to just fucking die when you tell them to, um, maybe go along the lines of, what, like, what, what one of our other episodes about, of cheating the dice, and you're like, oh, no, he didn't get up for the 15th time in the row. I... I I I made the mistake of um I was I've been rolling all in the open because uh, we're on uh, roll twenty. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, <It's> cheating so much <laughs> you, harder. You know there is a way to roll privately on roll twenty, eh? Yeah, there okay. is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. It just felt it, it felt kind of natural to do it in the open. Fair game. enough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've changed my mind or not yet. Fair. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I I love rolling behind the screen, but there are times when I want to roll openly. Yeah. So it's like fifty fifty. Like if I know, for example, like in my session coming up, I'll be making a roll to determine one of the four potential outcomes. So I'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, if th- I'll I'll set the roll up and say, well, if this is the result in the text, then this is how screwed you are. Right? <laughs> and, they look at it and go, "Oh crap, we are screwed." I'm really, I'm really liking the idea, Alfred, that you that you've been rolling out in the open for so long, and then after a while, it's like, "I'm just going to do them a little bit secret now, and just <laughs> seeing how much judgment you get." No reason, no reason. I mean, I just want to do just, it just, over just here. Just set up yourself a little whisper that says the GM is rolling anonymously behind the screen, so they yeah. know you're rolling, and they know they're fucked. <laughs> But the um, uh, one of my players offered here just uh, <laughs> reminded me in chat that uh, my my other <laughs> my other big dear mistake during that session was um, that ability doesn't trigger if they get hit by a critical hit, and the first the first time was a critical hit. I didn't know about it, so we carried on. <laughs> That's so. Good. I also like oh. just. Like, today is your call-out episode, apparently. Like, today is everyone's call Like, I feel like this is our, like, retribution episode, because, like, all of us have been- We've been doing a lot of call-outs in the recent history of Crit Chat. So now this is an us call-out episode. So, <laughs> like, please don't at me on anything that I say today is my main thing. Hey, hello there, nerds. This is made back for your middle of the podcast chat. And we're gonna do some talking because that's what I'm best at. Apparently, this is this is the thing I do now, and I should be better at it. But fun fact, I'm not. I'm still awkward and terrible. Anyway, let's get on with this. Um, plugs for today. Uh, obviously, we've got the amazing Alfred on today, uh, and he has his Twitch channel as per usual. It is Penny Blue or Twitch.tv forward slash Penny Blue, where you can go and see him do his thing. He's still playing his good boy wizard, though. Maybe not so much anymore. Maybe, maybe that good boy is dead and gone. Were we the monsters that pushed him over the edge? Maybe, maybe we were. Maybe the monster was inside him the whole time. We do not know. But you can watch and maybe find out. I don't know. Obviously, of course, we've got my Twitch channel on twitch.tv for a slash a teacup gamer, uh, where I'm also admittedly never really going the good boy route. So I've kind of been, I've always been the monster all along, but we, we knew that from the beginning. So this isn't like a shock and awe twist. This is just, 
a thing that happens. Um, but yeah, if you want to come along and join me playing my games, you can go and do that, which would be amazing. I'd love to see you there. Also, not sure exactly when, but I will also be appearing on another podcast, which if you keep your little ears out, I might be telling you about a little more later when we know exactly when that's coming out. And of course, there's all these good, good ways that you can support us here at Crit Chat. We've got our Facebook that we have now got up and running, and we've got centaur pictures every so often if you're horny for that shit. Uh, we're there on facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word. Um, you can also find us on Twitter for all those good discussions on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat, just to, you know, keep that brand management on point um and yeah so both of those you can talk to us on either one if you want to share things with us things that we would find particularly interesting then you can go ahead and talk to us there or if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the show that is another good place that you can go and do that somewhere else you can go if you want to have even more interaction is our discord it will be in the description of wherever you're listening to this as for where you can find us to listen you can find us on our soundcloud if you search crit chat uh, you can like us on there, follow us on there, comment on there, and share from there. Uh, this is a word-of-mouth podcast. The only way that we're actually, you know, getting us out there is if you guys talk about it. And I appreciate that so very much. Uh, if you want to tweet about us, you can use the crit chat hashtag, all one word. We're going the all one word because the other crit chat shall not be stealing our people. Uh, but if, yeah, if you want to talk to us, then give us, give us a little shout out and we will love you forever and for always. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes if you search Crit Chat under podcast and leave a five-star review for the five-star show. Still on our call-out episode, we still have so many people that have not commented or rated us on iTunes, and it hurts my heart on the daily, but that's how this world is. If you want to get off my shit call-out list, then you know what to do. But I think that's it for us for today. Uh, you can always watch us live on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. BST on A Teacup Gamer if you want to Get little shout-outs on the show if you're chatting in the chat, as many people did this time, because this was a this is a very interactive episode. I love the hell out of it. It was dope. Um, but yeah, let's get us let's get us back to that good good I was gonna say the good advice, but it's not advice. Get back to seeing that we're terrible people and not the best DMs in the world, except we are sucking nerds. Uh okay. Next up. Yeah. Uh that's gonna be Ian. <laughs> what you got for us? Shoot. Shouldn't have set them all up top. Oh, damn it. I forgot. You're just too perfect at everything. God damn it. Yeah, I know. I'm like a great that's, DM. It's it's Like, tough. that's... Like, I, a, I feel like the, the people really don't understand how difficult this is for us. We're just like, we're that's all just... That's the mistake just... you've made is being too good. Yeah. And like, I, I've, I scoured the internet far and wide to find the best of the best. And we are flawless in every way. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very difficult to like find like some flaws but we'll try we'll try our very best <laughs> yeah i uh i'm trying to think of something more specific i would say you know honestly if i had to reiterate something no evil wizards <laughs> is a is a big one uh, <laughs> don't allow them in the party yeah like the the last time that guy i was talking about uh when we played he uh he had a fighter who died in the game uh this big heroic death so he made a monk to replace that he got bored with the monk after a few sessions and essentially ran him into a crowd of ogres to get killed uh, god damn it which i wasn't happy with uh so he made a wizard to replace it and my caveat was like well he has to be good he has to be a good wizard like, yeah if you stray even into neutrality i'm gonna take your character sheet away because i'm not dealing with that again <laughs> Ooh, uh, damn, after serious up in here after two and a half sessions he got bored of, with being good because God it meant it. he had to put thought into stuff he was fireballing uh. um and he just changed to chaotic neutral and i did not take his character sheet away at that point and that was a mistake oh. you did you did the <laughs> mistake of not reprimanding them oh he didn't follow through mm. damn it no i should have just taken his character sheet away and being been like you can go make a new character now it's not a wizard yeah uh, yeah he then tried pretty hard to derail the campaign despite the fact that it was like a pre-written campaign so there wasn't a huge uh amount of s space to move around in 
Oh, that yeah, sucks. So no evil wizards. <laughs> no, just no evil wizards. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well, actually, one of one of the things that uh, we we've done in our in our kind of games. It mostly related to, um, from my campaign to the other DM in my group's campaign, uh, that you're not allowed to have the same race or the same class as you did in the other campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might, you might be able to, like, work that in somewhere. It's like, you can, you can have this kind of character one time. <laughs> if you're going to keep throwing it away, you're going to end up with a character you super hate. So, like... <laughs> Just, just be cool, I guess. I I solved I solved that problem by just not playing with that person anymore. So uh, he got sent to the nice. shame corner. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I like I like this one. It's like, well, there's some other there's some other like DM's problem now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I wonder if it like if they would like have fun in a game that was. Like an evil-based campaign, like if all the the player characters were evil, or if his main joy comes in derailing everything. It's a very good question. (laughs) Like, I want to know the answer so bad. Just uh, there was a there's a like literally the late one like Matt Colville's latest videos is all about quote the problem player and Mm -hmm. um, yeah he like he's pretty much saying what you're suggesting just like he he's like if if someone doesn't if someone is like problematic and at your table then it's like they almost definitely have like a different table out there in the world somewhere where they'd be where they'd fit in perfectly mm-hmm. yeah because there are tables of people who like do loads of pvp and they're always sniping each other and yeah everything's you know everything it's all going on it's very competitive <laughs> but um yeah yeah but people but they really enjoy that and that's yeah just that's what they they get out of it so that's fair i like that thing of like there's definitely a place out there for you in D. if this if this sounds mm. if this sounds like you then there are other campaigns just not in my goddamn campaign <laughs> i think we've got to uh james we need we see, need some more shames oh that's probably i'm worried a bit from i'm worried to borrow, to borrow Ismay's phrase, uh, the mistake that wasn't a mistake but turned out to be a mistake Ooh. was in my current version in one of the encounters. Um, one of my players was, was playing a bard who's like who traveled the map. He like wrote, wrote it into his backstory. He's like, do I know these creatures? And I was like, well, roll. Nature, find out. Be critical. So I showed yeah. him the sheets without uh-huh. all the attacks on it. And the mistake <laughs> was I forgot remove a line that said that they attack in packs okay so he blurts out watch out everyone let me attack in packs all of a sudden <laughs> i'm grabbing like 15 more tokens yeah. and dropping them on the map dang near killed the entire party <laughs> they walked away going oh they were afraid of those birds they really were at their level they're like why was it so hard? I was like, well, they attack in packs. It's like, oh, I was just going to leave that bit out, I guess. Like, oh. But they loved it. They enjoyed that in a session. And now every time they see those birds, they're like, Where, where's the rest? Mm-hmm. They're, they're so jumpy over those birds. And, you know, now they can wipe, them, wipe the floor with them because, you know, they're what, level four now? And birds are like a level one CR? That's a, that's a strong bet. Yeah, that's like a big old beefy bird. Uh, one of the um, things that I, I talked about a little bit um, before the uh, the podcast started, which is uh, a big mistake of mine that I was um, that I saw I saw very good like um, I think it was on Tumblr. There was like a good thread of this conversation, which was do not overestimate your players when it comes to puzzles. Oh, because yeah. they <laughs> never know what's going on. I planned a half a session that turned into two sessions because (laughs) (laughs) like i think it's so you know you know like on um on game shows when the contestants like you're you're watching it and you know the answer to whatever the question is Mm -hmm. like immediately Mm -hmm. but the contestants are big old idiots in it um because everyone's watching i feel like that happens in DD with puzzles because my, I know my group of friends. They're really smart people. Like, they're, like, intelligent people in every way but this, apparently. Because <laughs> they turned into big, stupid babies. 
for a puzzle <laughs> that I thought would take maybe half an hour. And it's just, it's it was a lot to deal with. Uh, like I also got to uh t- had to take away a couple of the rooms I made because it was like a big old um uh kind of dungeon or like a la- it was a layer for a uh, copper dragon, um and the the whole thing about copper dragons is they're like oh they're very playful and they're like puzzles I was like oh, yeah. puzzle dungeon big old puzzle dungeon sounds great and I fucking love puzzles I am a hundred and fifty years old puzzles are my jam <laughs> and. <laughs> I so I came up with a couple that I thought were like really smart apparently very much too smart because they it went very quickly went from my lovely my lovely friends trying to do a puzzle to a room full of people that hated me still trying to do the same puzzle <laughs> but uh, yeah. but I'm still proud That's, of the puzzle whenever I hear puzzles like great let me hear it and then and I hear it and I go what you know yeah. I love I love the idea of the puzzle just don't make me solve it. I'll just get online and find the solution and call it a day. Ha, suck it, nerd. I came up with a puzzle all by my lonesome. <laughs> Try and get in my brain hole. But I'm, I'm, I'm always reminded of the, uh, quote, puzzles in Skyrim, whenever we t- people talk about players and puzzles. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have, but there's like, there, there, there's like literally like, there's three things that you turn around yeah. and they each have like a picture of an animal on and you just have to match the pictures to the yeah. pictures on the wall. And that's like basically the extent of player puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> that's 100% so accurate. It's just like, okay, now there's some pretty pictures. You match them. <laughs> you see that? Oh, it's a, it's a fish. Is there a fish? Oh, it's the fish. Yeah. No, the, the only puzzle I actually designed in the game was a four-post podium with phase spiders on it. They weren't attacking. The, they literally said, give us a part of you and we will give us a part of us to keep. So quite literally, they had to take, think of a part of themselves yeah. to, you know, give over to get a piece of the, the key to <laughs> open up the entranceway. And there were colors, you know, red, blue, green and whatnot. Yeah. I go, well, the solution is, you know, I'm going, the solution is simple. I just want one player to bleed a little. I want one player yeah. to, you know cast to give it a spell i want one player to do this i want one player to do this yeah and the one uh, one player was like yeah he bled a little little the one player that got me was like i'm gonna pee on it i was like what <laughs> it doesn't work i mean <laughs> yellow. it's a bit of themselves it's yellow it's a yellow bit yeah it works <laughs> exactly it, it tracks it tracks it tracks <laughs> just for his creativity uh, i was like you know what it, it worked, but there, there's nothing left behind. They're like, what happened? I guess someone already got that key. Aww. <laughs> like, you peed on it too much. Like, it disintegrated it. Whatever. You know what? <laughs> oh, I was tempted in that moment to have the spider attack. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> have y'all ever seen that video or, like, clip of the baby trying to do the game where you fit the, you know, the square peg in the square hole and the round peg in the round hole and it's trying to fit the square peg in the round hole and the baby can't do it so it just lifts the lid and puts the peg in the box i feel like that's 90 yeah. percent of how D puzzles get solved <laughs> so the, absolutely the players just lift the lid and put it in that's so good that's so real <laughs> That's such a good analogy. <laughs> it's 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 great when um the when I was making my, my players do all the uh the puzzles uh, at the very beginning we had uh, one of one of the guys in the group again like very very smart guy um and at the beginning he was just like oh well my character is an idiot so like I just can't really help with any of the puzzles but then they real quick gave up and they were just like let's just let's just talk about it because I don't understand maybe my puzzles were too hard guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just really like puzzles. And there was a cool music puzzle. Oh, it was great. I had a lovely day writing about puzzles. <laughs> but I'll, I might I might put it I might put it in the uh the crit chat Facebook group just just for the shits and giggles to see if like I don't know, any fucker gets it. Uh we'll try. We'll try. But I just remember one of the, one of the ones from the yeah, the long post about the, the yeah, there's there was a post being like, "Oh, this is me every time I'm trying to make puzzles for my player characters. It's just someone googling fun puzzles for babies. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
It was so real. So I was like, I'm offended by this. So I was like, okay, it's story time with your DM here. They were going to go into a cave and there was a weird red barrier. There were dead things on the inside of the barrier. There were alive things on the outside of the barrier. An animal ran into the barrier and instantly died. Take a wild fucking guess what my players did next. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that feels like that feels like something that we've all we've all had to deal with (laughs) oh my god just all critical thinking goes out the window we're we're running we're running kind of close to the end does anyone else have any any uh good failure stories that they want to air out before we before we wrap things up on on the subject of players walking into a very obvious trap, um, I don't know how many of you have played The Lost Minds of Fandelvers, the uh, intro adventure to 5th edition. Um, uh-huh. I've not played it, but I've heard about it. A little it. bit of it. S- spoiler alert for the, uh, the room the boss is in. Uh, there's this big uh-huh. statue of a dwarven god uh, with eyes that look like emeralds. And if you climb up and look at them, you realize it's just uh, colored glass and that they're not actually worth anything. Um, and then if you pull the eyes out, it triggers a trap that, I won't say what the trap is, um, but it triggers a trap that affects the whole room and does a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. Every single time I've run that adventure, I've run that adventure, I think three times, every single time (laughs) the player has climbed up, I think it's the rogue, has climbed up, looked at the emeralds, (laughs) realized they're not actually emeralds, and decided to pull them out anyways. Of course. Every single time. of course. Without fail. Like, no one has still thought they're emeralds and pulled it out. Every time they're like, oh, I could probably pass them off emeralds to some chump. And then that's fair, but they Jesus yank them Christ. out and get punished for their hubris. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Every single time. Every time. Every time. Like, it is, like, it's puzzles for babies. You show them something <laughs> shiny, they want the shiny thing. God damn it. <laughs> Oh Lord, one one like real quick mistake that um, I feel like I, I'm I'm probably not alone in this mistake. It's not a very specific mistake, like the weirdly introducing my old player characters into the new campaign because that was just stupid and I should never do that. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we have all made like an NPC that the characters are supposed to like oh and they hate because, them yeah get ready for that to Will just be their them? least favorite character just their least favorite character in the entire world <laughs> like especially like bonus uh. points for if you've written this character and you're and you kind of fall in love with the character because you're like hey this is a really well-written character with a really cool backstory oh wait you you've already killed them cool yes great every time <laughs> never write characters yeah. that you like because no one else will like them. God damn it! <laughs> usually, I usually I just have the problem that I write a character who is meant to be nothing. But yep. um, everyone in my group is like, "Oh yeah, they must be the devil." <laughs> <laughs> oh, or in my case, I just have a name and stats, and they and and they go, "Well, what about how's your family?" They get interested, <laughs> and I'm like, "Great!" So now I got to come up with kid. Oh well, they've got a sister who's a, who's the the the, the, the head escort at the nearest bar. They've got a brother yeah. who works. I'm like, God, <laughs> like I, I learned my lesson. I'm never ever ever going to not have at least some kind of random thing ready to go to, yeah. to do something with everything. This way, at least if they ask, I have it. Like, I've got a lot to choose from. Just pick from, like, the bucket that they fucking killed of important NPCs and be like, well, that's their story now, I guess, you bastards. Well, that's that's what I did. Is I took, uh, in the, the other two versions of the game, I took every player character sheet that I had and turned them into NPCs that had backstories. Because they Good. were already written. Yeah. And, and I introduced the players to them, and they don't care. Good. I, I introduce a player to a random token, and all of a sudden they care. I'm like, you're <laughs> supposed to of talk course. to this guy to get your clothing fixed. Why do you care about his daughter? <laughs> because they're not supposed to. Got Ultra Squid and Chad being like, oh, I've killed those kind of NPCs. You are the problem, you rat bastard. <laughs> you kill my good characters and leave the scraps. And and then you come then you come along with the 
the the fix you always make sure that your npcs are 10 levels higher <laughs> in anything that, that that can deal with the so if one character tries to kill that player that npc that you spent time on well that npc can wipe the floor with your player and and it's all in the roles if so like basically if like your players are being assholes just kill them whatever fuck them <laughs> Well, I tell them, no you know, mistakes you, here. You could die if 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 these rolls kill your character, your death saves and all, mm-hmm. you're dead. Move yeah. Oh, uh, my players, I love them very much, but sometimes they hurt me in such a real way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're probably gonna have to start start wrapping up now, my dudes. Um, I think instead, in lieu of like, I don't know if there's much advice that can be taken from this, uh, other than. Like just just the casual. We all all of us make mistakes. Even the perfect DMs, like you know, we are. Um, so, sometimes even gods like us can make mistakes. Uh, so if you fuck up, then it's just gonna be a funny story on another podcast. So like, eh, whatever. Well, <laughs> make, make it mistakes. takes a while to reach perfection, and oh, getting yeah. there takes making mistakes and learning. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't like this narrative that I have ever made a mistake in my life, but like I, I assume that okay, I'll just take, I'll I'll use it, whatever. Um, uh, so uh, plugs for this week, uh, Alfred. Do you want to do you want to plug your channel? Sure, I I stream um, usually weekdays on Twitch.tv slash PennyBlue. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Morrowind, and yeah. my good boy wizard has slowly <laughs> degraded into a crazed. Crazed with power. Damn it. <laughs> Murderer. It's been too long since I last watched. You've been, the good boy got corrupted. No. I'm kind of enjoying the the storyline that's kind of coming out of it. I've just, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, beans. <laughs> I like that you've got a good narrative going, even though our good boy is R.I.P. <laughs> now murder boy stands in his place yeah that game is just so it encourages you so much to just steal everything <laughs> yeah right like especially like once you get to a point when you are essentially a god and nothing can hurt you you're like well oh, yeah. you know what I can do all the things so why don't I <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can literally already jump over mountains so like, <laughs> right? like it's very little. I feel like you know that you've gone a bit too far when you install mods so that you're able to kill the children that won't stop talking oh god <laughs> look they're annoying and i hate them uh moving on uh, <laughs> uh if you want to uh uh find me on twitch i also play games uh right now oh my lord uh, right now i'm playing one called deponia which is essentially like a little like point and click adventure uh with puzzles in it um i know i talk a big game about puzzles but i'm bad at them i'm really bad at them but it's it's a really sweet lovely game so if if you want to come along and uh help me out on some of those puzzles uh because the hive mind works a lot better than my one idiot idiot stupid brain um you're talking such a big game about puzzles i know but but look (laughs) it's to cover up my puzzle stupid brain i'm real bad at them (laughs) I love this, but I'm bad at them. Creative brain, not a puzzle. Yeah, sure. We'll say that. (laughs) That's what it is. It's not just me backtracking. (laughs) Whatever. Um, But yeah, if you if you want to help me out on my puzzles, then you can find me at at Teacup Gamer on Twitch, um, or find me on YouTube if you want to see the aftermath of all the puzzles that I've done. Um, as for Crit Chat, you can find Crit Chat on a lot of different places now. Uh, we've got our Twitter, which is, we're on Twitter as, uh, Crit underscore chat, because some bastard has just Crit Chat. Um, so if you want to go there and, like, you know, you can see all of our good, good content, uh, which is essentially whatever my brain is thinking about D&D and centaurs that day. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash, uh, just Crit Chat, no underscore there, because... I'm very good at brand management. Um, and yeah, you get all the updates there. Um, and I might I might, might put down my puzzle, see if anyone can can solve and I'll put the answer up like a day or two later. See see if see see what the, the hive mind can come up with, or if it's just my 
idiot players that have no idea what's going on um but wherever you're listening you can go into the description to find our discord channel to join in the discussion as well as the link to our soundcloud uh where you can listen to and download previous episodes as well as giving us a like and a follow um if you do that it would be really cool if you told other people about the the podcast like we don't like advertise anywhere because i'm poor as dirt uh so like if you want to if you want to help us out that would be great um, you can also find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in Podcasts and leave a five-star review for the five-star show. Um, and if you want to see us live, then you follow on A Teacup Gamer, and we are doing that every Tuesday at 5 p.m. BST now. Um, but until next week, I have been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I'm Ian. I'm James. I've lost the mouse on my thing, so I can't make the outro go. I nailed it, guys. You've been listening to Crit Chat. See you next week, nerds. Join us live on Twitch, Tuesdays at 5pm on A Teacup Gamer.